This is not a test. Ron, where are you? Where is A.A. Ron right now? No A.A. Ron, huh? Well, you better be sick, dead, or mute, A.A. Ron. You done messed up, A.A. Ron! Have you ever had an interdimensional experience? <laughs> you want to meet the devil? We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by the... Go, you know the... You know the thing. A new world order. A You are listening to The Cole Report, coming to you from the belly of the beast, FEMA Region 6. If you would like to get a hold of me, the best way to do that is via Twitter. And my handle there is at RealCole88, at RealCole88. Or if you're into email, nobody really is, but I like to throw it out there just in case there might be that one person out there. The email address is... AaronCole1988 at gmail.com. AaronCole1988 at gmail.com. To be honest, I had to do like two or three takes right there to to do that, to uh, break away from my old habits of doing my show on ATN.live. Yeah, the show is no longer on there. I'm going to just announce this like a couple more times, I guess, just to make sure if there's any kind of people straggling into the podcast that the show is no longer live over there. It is just in podcast form. So if for some reason you're looking for it over there, do not waste your time. It is just here on the Cole Report podcast feed. You can tell because my ugly face is on it right now. I don't know how long I'm going to do that. I was just looking for some new podcast art. And I was trying to make some, and I wasn't really in love with it. I tried to make my picture on that i have that on my twitter also and do some kind of like a cartoon or some kind of ai rendition of that rendering of that and it looked even worse than my real face so i was like fuck it let's just do my real face on there so that is what i look like i also was on the shepherd and bella show last night which was wednesday night with with him and rant and frantic missy it kind of turned into a little bit of a zoo it was um it was interesting it was interesting uh, I, d- I don't go on there a whole bunch these days but if you want to listen to me say about a good three minutes worth of stuff you can go check me out over there it got it got off the rails pretty pretty quick but it was it was fun honestly but back to what i'm doing over here just uh doing the podcast like i said no more live shows or anything like that for now eventually we might get into video i don't know i kind of just like doing the just the audio only kind of thing it's um it has its own little level of just i don't know it's cozy it's comforting i don't think i'm the ugliest person in the world or anything i'm trying to hide my face it's pretty much any and everywhere you want to find it but i just kind of like doing it this way in its own little sense of doing broadcasting or anything like that it does give me more control to edit out some of my 
ticks or anything like that in a way. And then it kind of turns into a process of where I'm going through and just <laughs> start getting nitpicky and shit like that. I've done podcasts with friends and stuff. Um, oh God, it's been long time ago or something like that. I was talking about some of the old podcasts I've done with, with friends. One of them was called the raw opinion podcast. And, Oh God, I was in charge of editing that thing. And I had, uh, one of my friends, uh, William is his name and he would just burp for no reason, just to burp, to burp. And I'd be like, why are you fucking burping right into the microphone? <laughs> Which we had condenser microphones in a small room, no treating or anything like that. So it wouldn't really mattered if he would have burped in the mic or off the mic, like it was going to get recorded anyways. And I have, I'm not the best at editing and I try to clean stuff up like my lip smacks and if I like breathe too hard into the microphone, I actually switched out my, my thin cover for the SM7B to the fat one just for plosives. So hopefully I'm not plosiving into the microphone, which I'm still trying to use the right technique not to do that, but that's all kind of fourth wall kind of shit coming up for the Cole report. I got a show planned today. We're going to go through some news and all that kind of fun shit. Got a little bit of a narrative. I'm going to try to weave together and just kind of cover some news in general. But for the coming future, I came across this, this book called the, uh, report from iron mountain. I don't know if you've heard of this. Evidently, I have before. We're going to get to that here in a second. But I am a, a big fan of Clyde Lewis, Ground Zero Radio. I don't know if y'all have listened to him, but he does uh, He does a radio. It's like a radio radio show. And it's also podcasted and streamed and all that other stuff. But it's very much set up like a radio show. And when I was doing my time on ATN.Live, I was trying to get myself to that level. <laughs> I quickly realized a couple weeks, a couple months of doing radio doesn't get you anywhere close to what like Clyde Lewis does or anything like that. And, but I've always kind of like held him up in high regard. If you're like a good radio host, you're like Clyde Lewis. Cause he's very intelligent. He has a lot of knowledge and he just breaks down stuff in very interesting ways. And I hadn't been subscribed to him in a little bit. And most of his stuff is behind paywall unless you catch it live. But I came across this podcast feed of some of his old shows. And this is kind of, I don't know if you'd call it like synchronistic or something like that, but I down, I down uh, subscribe to it or whatever you want to call it. You do on Apple Podcasts these days. And did that last night. And then this morning I'm get, I get in the car. I drive a lot for work and I like to listen to podcasts instead of music. Some Sometimes I'll put music on, but most of the time I just like to listen to podcasts because there's there's a lot of great ones and everything like that out there. So I like to do that and you can get some information. Sometimes it's too much information overload. And that's when I just like to switch on the music and everything. But I found that last night, like I said, and I just clicked the, the first one. It's from like old shows of his, like really old ones. I think this particular episode was from when Obama was in office. And some people wouldn't say that that's that old, <laughs> but um. I'm relatively young, I guess I would say, and click this one on, like I said, it's from Obama. God, when Obama was in office, I was either in college or I just 
got out of that and I was dating my wife at that time. So I can't remember what exactly what year this came out in, but he was talking about this, um, this, this book, a report from iron mountain. And he started laying out some of the details of it. And I'll, I'll lay out a couple things here. I just, I just got the book today. I downloaded it and I'm read through a couple pages of it. And the sad, a side note here, <laughs> I was reading it on my wife's uh, Kindle, which she doesn't really use that much. She reads either books or off her phone for some reason. I guess that's a, a thing people do. She she does it. But it had it uh, based at her pace. <laughs> like I said, and I was also kind of just fucking around, like going back and through. I'm a, a very strange reader. Like I'll read a page and read, read a couple more pages and I'll think of something and I'll go back and read a couple pages. But... I completely fucked up the timing on there. It went from 50 minutes to read this chapter based on her her um, swiping through the pages to me swiping through the pages added an hour. So I know I'm not the fastest reader, but <laughs> if they ever come and try to like take away the fastest readers, I think I saved her. So I did something right in that aspect but basically this book it was written in 1967 i believe just going from the top of my head and it kind of it's very strange okay so basically they were they wrote somebody wrote i can't remember who wrote this book i think his last name is luden or something like that i'm going to do an actual whole podcast about this but this book was written in 1967 it got pulled off the shelves and basically this book was written from Intel that came from somebody inside of this committee from iron mountain. It's a place in, I believe New York and it was a 15 member group and they were trying to come up with the ideas of what would happen if the United States ever found a level of peace, what would they do how would it work to keep the population in control? And from just the, some of the of the show that Clyde Lewis did and a couple of quick things I listened to today, when I was reading, I was just reading the introduction today. I didn't have that much time to go through all of it. But basically, it's like a war game, a tabletop-like event 201 or something like that. And it outlines some of the different ways to control people which would be through climate, an alien invasion, <laughs> uh, economic collapses, uh, pathogenic uh, virus, you know, COVID-19 or something like that. So it seems to track and a lot of people are shitting, uh, a lot of people have shit on this book throughout time saying that basically it was a work of fiction like 1984, which you can debate that one. Um, or Animal Farm, or Brave New World, or um, there's another damn book. I can't think of the name of it. Something about the Promise or something like that I've heard it compared to. but So this is like a... It's something I've heard of before, I guess, because when I went to go download this, I don't think I've said this, when I went to go download this book off on the, on the Kindle, that's for like two bucks. So it was like really cheap. I was like, holy shit, yeah. I download this and I went to download it and I said I've already it, it said you already purchased this book and I cannot recall of hearing of this and I don't know if y'all have heard of this either before so it, it kind of caught me off guard that like I've I've bought this my wife isn't really into this kind of stuff that like the conspiracy stuff I mean she listens to me ramble and 
all that kind of shit. But I didn't realize that I'd already somehow subconsciously or forgotten, which I have a terrible memory, and that I've already downloaded this book. So that's real strange. In the coming future, we're going to be... Uh, I'm going to read this book. I'm on vacation next week, so I'll probably do a show like Thursday or something like that. It's going to be a few days before I do another show. And I don't know if it'll be, that next show will be this one because I want to read this book like two or three times. Probably read it twice and the third time through, start making notes and try to do it the best of my ability. I'm not the best at breaking down books and putting it all together without just painstakingly going through and writing everything down because I do have a shit memory. That is very true. And, um, trying to put this together and get that out to y'all maybe hopefully sometime in april but that's some some things to come from the cole report here either i'll do it in like parts or i'll just do like a big long episode and just kind of record it as i go through each bit of it because i really want this to make a lot of sense to people because it, it does seem so fascinating something can be written in 1967 people call it a work of fiction but everything matches all the shit that's going on in the world right now. So that seems very fascinating to me. I have spent too much time going on about that, but I'm, I'm pretty excited about it. We'll, we'll see what I can do with that in the future. And I encourage you, it's two bucks. If you have like a, any kind of one of these e reader accounts, I think like Barnes Noble, um, Amazon had, had it also two bucks and it's, um, it's not even that long of a read. It's only like, um, 150 pages, I think, or something like that. So you can read through it. Also, I don't get any money from, (laughs) from pitching this book or anything. Uh, it's an old ass book and it's, it's almost damn near, I think like free, free use or whatever you want to call that. So just going to let you know, that's what's coming from the core report in the future, but let's go ahead and get in to today's show enough of enough of me just just rambling about that but i am very much excited about that all right um one of my good friends shout out i don't know if he'll be able to hear this by the time i get this edited and get it up he might be in jail tomorrow my buddy sean i'm not gonna say his last name but he's uh he's out there He's going to go report for, for jail for, um, for a little bit for the January 6th kind of stuff. And, um, that's going to kind of get us started. I'm looking for this clip he posted of him. This was uh, shot in April 6th, 2021. He's talking to, um, some, some, a guy and, this is some of the audio. He's never released this before. It's a video also, but this is a podcast, so we can only listen to the audio. But he's talking to uh, this individual, and they are talking about uh, what's going on with the January 6th stuff. And Sean, ready for you to get out already. I know you haven't gone in yet, but we're ready for you to get out, man, and get back into the good fight. He's um, he's a reporter. He's a journalist. He's gone around the world reporting on different issues, and he's a he's a good a good human, a good person, a good man, good father, good American, and uh, we need him back in the fight. So let's listen to this clip from him real quick. Uh, you know, a lot of a lot of wasted resources, to be honest. Pretty with much. It, you know, for a bunch you of know, misdemeanor charges. Sounds like four misdemeanors that it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want me to be honest with you, man, I've never, I didn't even know 
federally there were misdemeanors. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it's all hanging offenses. Well, yeah. That's yeah, right. You know, I mean, it's just uh, it's typically not something that we we don't get involved in that. You yeah. know, typically, right? So, yep. um, but yeah, man. But it's big, big deal to the DC people. Oh, dude, it is right. That's uh, for some reason, you know. Um, they're putting a lot of resources into a bunch of misdemeanor charges, man. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's something that I just I have a hard time figuring out. You know, yeah. if you can't charge somebody with a felony, why waste? Why the waste? Time? The- why waste the time? That's a damn good question. And like I said, Sean, we're ready for you to um, get done with all this and meet us back here very shortly. So. That, that got me thinking, and other people have been, you know, since the these tapes got kicked to uh, to Tucker and all that good stuff, and you see him going after Tucker, and there's so many different ways to break that down. Is it just for to rile up the public? Is the government hiding stuff from the public? Is the government hiding stuff from the government even? Which it seems like that could possibly be the case. Supposedly... Hardly anybody on the J6 committee even saw any of this footage. It was all picked through by the Capitol Police and other people at different levels. And then it was just cherry-picked for them. So, (laughs) if the people on this committee... And if, if they had any ounce of integrity, wouldn't they demand to see this footage? Wouldn't they demand, like, hey, hand this shit over so we can form our own opinion? We are not, we're not children. We were elected by the country from, you know, our different districts and all that kind of stuff to come here and represent the people. We either got picked or we chose to be on there. People like Liz Cheney and some of these other dumbass Republicans. Like, that's a death sentence, basically. <laughs> or uh, for your, for your uh, political future to go into uh go on to one of these committees if you're republican but none even those people you think they'd be like hey i'm gonna go on here and we'll make sure shit's ran good i'm gonna try to get the facts out and evidently nobody really watched any of these tapes here's a clip from ben shapiro i'm gonna kind of just let it play for a few minutes and let him um kind of break it down i think this is the first time i've ever played a ben shapiro clip on the show which feels kind of weird i mean i listened to him a couple times a week maybe just to kind of get a feel for the the you know whatever you want to call ben shapiro side and like i said i balance it out with other stuff i like to bring it all in this is all stuff i've repeated a bunch so don't think i'm one side or the other or any shit like that but listen to listen to this well tucker carlson has ticked off all of the right people apparently so tucker was given access to forty-one thousand hours of footage of the January 6th riots and what was going on inside the Capitol building by Kevin McCarthy, the Speaker of the House. And this was considered very, very controversial. It was considered controversial because how dare he give access to just Tucker Carlson? Well, as it turns out, the January 6th committee is now admitting that even they did not bother watching the videos. They had some of their staffers watch the videos that they themselves did not attempt to gain access to the videos. Elena Treen, who's a political reporter at CNN, reported this morning Now, Kevin McCarthy has now granted lawmakers the option to view the Capitol footage from January 6th if they request to see it. Marjorie Taylor Greene told CNN, quote, any one of us can go. You just have to schedule the time at the speaker's office. I'm scheduled to go. I can take my staff with me. Greene said she doesn't know who's all in the room or if the U.S. Capitol Police will be there. But to their instructions, her team has been given, including how to view the videos because there are so many hours. 
Benny Thompson, here's the key part. Benny Thompson, who is the former chair of the January 6th committee, said lawmakers were never given that type of access to the footage last Congress. So even... How can you even try to run a legit investigation or whatever they were trying to do without even seeing the evidence? They were just seeing the shit that was picked for them from the police or the media or or this other staff or whatever Ben Shapiro is talking about here. How can you do your job if you're not given all the facts? And half of the half of these people in Congress are fucking lawyers. How can you justify what you're doing besides you're just doing like this weird witch hunt for political gain? And evidently, you know, not, they say everything's not political, but they make every everybody makes everything political. You can't come to the American people with a straight face and say that January 6th, this investigation into it, locking people up for years to weeks to months or anything like that is not political, politically motivated if you're not even taking into account all the evidence. And I, I think that's a reasonable place to start from whatever side of the the spectrum you're on. And the January 6th committee is admitting that other members of Congress were not given access to the footage that Tucker showed the other night, which is kind of mind boggling. Again, Congress is Congress. It's not supposed to be secret committees inside Congress. When we are talking about an incident that affected all of America and that was put on all of our TVs on January 6th, Thompson quoted strictly a new policy that the new speaker has put in place. Thompson said he doesn't think any of the January 6th members themselves ever had access to the footage. They only let staff view it. So apparently even the Capitol Police only allowed the staff of these never had access to view it uh, so i'm i feel like some of that can be conflicting right did they never ask for it or were they not given permission to it i think you can report something one way to cover up something another way i personally think they never wanted to see it is one way to look at it if in it's it's way worse the other way if they were never given access to it that's way worse i would rather it be the not wanting to see it I would like that a lot more. If the government's hiding stuff from the government is, I mean, that's that's kind of the way I expect stuff to go. So I don't think that'd be even that crazy. But but the fact that they can't get to it, it's, it, it, and I think that's how the government really does work, right? Like there's different levels of it, especially when you get to like president you get pulled aside by somebody different. If you just get elected to the House of Representatives, you get pulled aside by by this guy. And he tells you, hey, this is how this shit runs. This is what you need to do. I know you came in here with this preconceived notion of, hey, I'm going to represent my district and we're going to you know, try to do this and do that. I'm going to try to make some deals. And they tell you, bro, we're just here to make some money. And, you know, you just listen to the uh, to the head of the head of the uh, the party. And when you're president or a senator, you get pulled aside by different people and they tell you how shit works. They tell you about uh, the report from Iron Mountain and they tell you about the other shit like that of how there's this overarching plan to control everything and what the narrative in place is and what the, the agenda is going to be. They might let a couple people stray from that, but they'll make you be on the fringes like your Marjorie Taylor Greens or your Matt Matt Gates or Gats or whatever the fuck his name is, but they'll make you into that person if you don't want to go along with their agenda. 
they're like, hey, we'll give you some leeway and you, you, know, you can hype up this side or something. Like, I'm pretty sure that's how government works. But just to hear that come out of somebody's mouth like Ben Shapiro, and I feel like he's kind of realizing this at the same time that there is different levels to the, to the, to the secrecy of the government. They don't let everybody know what's going on. They don't even let the fucking president know what's going on. They tell the president what to do. At the end of the day, it's it's worse if you're the president. You get told what the fuck you're doing. So it's, that's what Ben Shapiro was reporting. None of that really surprises me, but it's a new kind of level of sickness. And speaking of these um, senators speaking out against uh, Tucker and all that kind of stuff in this J6 footage, I'm sure the conspiracy people, I really haven't seen it yet, but I feel like it's a kind of a matter of time before this really gets going mitch mcconnell this is crazy my brother brian brought this to my attention well before i ever saw this on twitter or anything like that so mitch mcconnell is in a uh, hotel he falls and bumps his noggin and uh, this motherfucker is going to be in the hospital a couple days with a concussion this report is from sky news so let's check this out let me just bring you a little bit of uh, breaking news from the United States, and it is about the Senate Republican leader, Mitch McConnell, uh, a senior politician in the United States. He has had a fall and is being treated for concussion in hospital. Very much a senior politician, uh, by the way. He is um, likely, we're told, uh, according to his spokesman, likely to be in hospital for a few days for observation. That's the Senate Republican leader, Mitch McConnell, being treated for concussion after a fall uh, in the United States. Okay, so I know there's not any kind of breaking news or like, um, I guess, inside details to what exactly how it happened. Somebody trip him, somebody push him, need to get beat up, he get the black eye, or you know, or is he just an old person and uh, he fell down? <laughs> me and my brother were talking about this uh, when he told me this this morning. He's uh, saying he's getting the the Biden syndrome, and I uh, responded with something like, uh, "I think all these geriatric motherfuckers need to be put in a nursing home and get out of the." get out of the political game and of course he, he agreed with me and everything but uh yeah it makes you wonder sometimes right why do we have these old people and there there is a sense of you know having people with with knowledge and experience and stuff like that but there there needs to be a cut off of where people that are not gonna live forever are making laws and and doing stuff that's gonna affect like my my child who's five years old and you have somebody that's 95 years old i'm exaggerate exaggerating of course but there, there needs to be a cutoff or a level of competency or like a level of intelligence that goes into what these people are doing can you walk can you go upstairs can you go downstairs can you do this can you do that can you put the square block in the square hole <laughs> we need some kind of level of figuring out if these people's brains are even operating before they start trying to legislate what the the public is doing right now and into the future but of course we don't these people are 
set up perfectly and i found a clip it there's no audio to it but i was watching it earlier if we were on video i could could play it but there was a platform and it had a podium up there for mitch to speak at i guess it was like some kind of like a campaigning thing from uh not that long ago him walking up and he trips and <laughs> even the this uh rather large cameraman comes over and tries to help him out it took like three people to help up a little old turkey neck <laughs> it was uh it's not good I, people at this age y'all should they should be chilling they should be hanging out not getting any kind of think tanks or anything like that but there needs to be a cut off with age and is it ageism yes yes you shouldn't be holding some kind of office like this this, this should be stressful right this job shouldn't be just hanging out and getting kickbacks and uh, if you're Nancy Pelosi or, or some of these other younger people like Dan Crenshaw getting money uh, or making money from the stock market, stock market because you have inside insider information on the on what's going to be coming down the coming down the pike or whatever. You should be chilling with your grandkids. You should be if you you know, if you got any kind of money, you should be chilling on a beach or hanging out in Florida or something like that. That's what I expect old people to do. You shouldn't be doing this nefarious shit in the government because it leads to international women's day (laughs) oh god i mean it's it is funny in a way but it's expected at this point which is the the stranger point of it right that is the stranger thing when we saw i guess that was like last year we got leah thompson or whatever his name is winning all of these medals in college for being a woman swimmer but the dude has still has a dick supposedly still dicking down girls and all that kind of stuff and he's like the best woman swimmer ever in college but he has a dick i am rather sure you can't celebrate women if men can be women because men in many attributes not all of them of course but i don't need to go on this long diatribe about this but because because we already know exactly what's going on here but you can't let men compete against women <laughs> because uh, at most things we're gonna kick women's ass we're we're just kind of built that way right unless you're god i'm trying to think of like the the weakest male person out there uh i'm gonna go with like tony hinchcliffe or something like that somebody that looks very effeminate and looks scrawny and like a a uh, 65 mile per hour wind can blow him over one of those dudes i mean that might be kind of an equal playing field but this this um this male this biological male from argentina won uh the international woman of courage award uh I wish I wish I could play this in video. I'll I'll try to remember to put it in the show description so you can see this fat fucker. He's got like triple chins going on, got long blonde hair, even wearing cheetah print stockings, I guess you would call this. God damn. In Argentina, Alba Ruada is a transgender woman who was kicked out of classrooms, barred for sitting for exams, refused job opportunities, subjected to violence, and rejected by her family. But in the face of these challenges, she worked to end violence and discrimination <laughs> against the LGBTQI plus community in Argentina. Wow. Wow. Okay, this, you don't need to hear him talk. He'll probably speak Mexican or whatever anyways. After women were barred from schools in Afghanistan, 
Okay. All right. So there's uh, some other awards going on there, but there is some people sitting on stage that look like uh, biological females, but men are better at everything. Give it up, women. Stop trying to be women. You can't do it. Men are better. Uh, and I mean, we don't look as good, that's for sure, but <laughs> I don't have this shit. I meant to pull this, and I, I don't have any excuse for this at all to be honest with you because this isn't even a live show anymore i was dicking off before the show and listening to music and looking through my notes but that andrew tate clip of him talking about i'll just just transcribe it for you if i don't think that's how transcription works but there's this clip circulating around of andrew tate part of me wonders if it's like a deep fake or 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 maybe just i don't know but He's talking about fucking, uh, would you rather fuck like a 10, that's a trans, or a 1, that's a biological female, but it looks like Hulk Hogan, something like that. Very, very bizarre for the the super, the uber masculine uh, Andrew Tate, who's always talking about his fucking Bugatti, he's got this fucking Bugatti over here. And I don't think that bitch has enough money to afford these mansions in a fucking Bugatti. I think he's a fake. He's funny. You get to listen to him talk, but a part of me also believes that he's kind of stealing money from, from people and possibly uh, maybe sex trafficking or something like that. But I definitely think he's swindling people out of a lot of money. And that's that's not cool. You shouldn't be standing up for men if you're actively tearing them down and talking shit to them like that not every dude has the opportunity to have a fucking bugatti or be a kickboxer or some shit like that you should be trying to build up men from like the just the simple fact of being a decent person going out and taking care going to work taking care of your your family take care of your even if you don't have a wife and a kid take care of your mom and your dad or something like that if they're older or your siblings being somebody with integrity and respect about them and it's not about if you'd rather fuck a tin a tin that's a transgender or one that's hulk hogan or have a fucking harem of of uh only fans models that you've taken their passports from or something like that um, the more that guy's talked he is definitely torn down his image and does he deserve to sit in jail no not really but he deserves to be brought out into the public square and shamed and humiliated and kind of just forgotten about honestly in his own way i mean if he can rebuild himself from all that kind of shit <laughs> good luck to you but i don't think that's gonna happen moving on we're gonna be shifting gears pretty hard right here we're gonna go into this tweet that i saw today and i have an article about it as well where's the tweet at here i was um getting to a stop about like uh one of my stops at work about 10 30 10 40 this morning and i saw this tweet on my twitter feed and it says breaking nuclear strike has been conducted please go to the shelter take your calcium iodide pills a suspected cyber attack and then it breaks into really what what this is about in insider paper or whatever this place is they should be shamed for 
printing something like this because there's a lot of idiots out there and like i said it fooled me and i'm usually not a complete idiot but just seeing something like that with all the you know ridiculousness going on in the world this comes from a cyber hack that's been going on in russia for a few months now i found a couple in uh this article here it is right here there's been some um hackers breaking into russian tv and telling everyone there's been a nuclear attack okay so that's what the article title is and here's the sub headline people living in the east of russia have once again been targeted in a television and radio hack apparently suggesting they have been subject subjected is how i'd write that not subject to a nuclear attack but i'm not a journalist and the article continues it is the third time media stations in the country have broadcast hoax warning in just over two weeks on february 22nd a fake civilian siren said an air raid alert was in effect i don't know how to say that but while another on february 28th said that there was a missile threat today's message however included a chilling new detail instructions for those listening to take potassium so that one article of insider paper they're fucking idiots because that that's all the cassia the calcium iodide and i was like i don't never heard of that i'm sure it's a thing but i don't know what that does i think that's something you put in your water for flavor or some shit don't quote me on that this is not a <laughs> medical advice on this show um okay an instruction for those to take potassium iodide pills which are typically used in radiation emergencies those watching television saw a map of of uh, russia gradually turning red from west to east as a voice said there was a nuclear strike urgently go take a shelter seal the premises use gas masks of all types in the absence of gas masks use <laughs> use cotton gauze bandages god damn sirens also flashed up up with a black and yellow radiation sign and a message said everyone immediately to shelter these people also can't write very well but maybe they're transcribing from russian to uh, english so i mean wow who's um who's doing these hacks would be my first question right who is doing these hacks a uh, part of me thinks that the this isn't just um hackers doing this for fun hackers hack don't get me wrong but hackers do this shit for fucking money they do it for money and who's paying them this money <laughs> yeah baby part of me thinks it's the united states part of me thinks it could be some kind of um i mean anybody shit nato it could be bill gates i'm just joking about bill gates i don't think he's doing that but there's endless streams of revenue flowing into Ukraine. So, I mean, you got to look at Zelensky or the United States or look at some NATO country. And I don't think this would be civilian hackers in the least, in the least bit doing this because that, that takes a lot of resources to hack into TVs. Like, it, I mean, you don't hack into the TV, but you ha hack into their, their broadcasting system or you know something like that 
that's not easy to do. So I definitely feel like this is some kind of a government attack. Can you imagine if this happens in the United States, what that would do to people? You do not want to be anywhere around a city if that goes down, even for just an hour or two. You will see some of the craziest shit you can ever imagine happening in places like, um, imagine New York City, imagine Lower Manhattan or Upper Manhattan if that shit went down, or Los Angeles, Chicago. It would go in fucking sane in a heartbeat. So, man, you. I hope that our governments aren't behind this. I hope it's some just some shithead hackers out there doing this for shits and giggles. I hope this does not come back to bite us in the ass because this could be a very, very big problem for us. All right, we are getting close to uh, about as long as I can go for tonight. Speaking of more things to scare you, like I said, everything is uh, keep everybody in a state of fear, of course. And I try not to be that guy, but when everything's fear, you have nothing but to, you have nothing to fear but the the fear itself, right? So scientists revive zombie virus that was frozen for nearly fifty thousand years. I feel like I did a story not that long ago on uh, when I was doing my live broadcast about some other kind of zombie viruses. I swear to God. My sister-in-law better get this fucking creature out of my room. I swear to God, the thing's loud as fuck. I do apologize for that. Just, uh, I think by probably my next podcast, the thing will be gone if you do hear it. And if not, then um, I'm just a dickhead talking about this shit that y'all can't hear. But uh, scientists revive a zombie virus that was frozen for nearly 50,000 years. And by zombie virus, this is not a virus that turns you into a zombie. I swear to God, next time I see somebody on Twitter or Facebook, really not, it's mostly Twitter. Facebook's mostly just uh, my family or my friends posting pictures of them and their kids. It's mostly on Twitter where I see this shit. It's not a virus that turns you into a zombie. This is a virus that was dead and we brought it back to life, so that's why they call it a zombie virus. Jesus fucking Christ. Scientists have revived a zombie virus that say they say spent nearly 50,000 years frozen in permafrost, part of a new batch of research that identifies several newly discovered viruses that have been frozen underground for tens of thousands of years. To better understand the risks posed by frozen viruses, Jean-Michel, a, uh, this is his last name, but it's French and I can't say it, Professor of Medicine in Genomics tested Earth samples taken from Siberian permafrost, also called permanently frozen ground. God damn it. Can we just say permafrost? Do we all know what fucking permafrost means? Son of a bitch. In search of what he describes a zombie virus, permafrost can be... (laughs) Oh God, I'm going to lose my shit. How dumb are people that don't know what fucking permafrost is? You need to spell it out for them. Permafrost can be found on land and below the ocean floor in areas where temperatures really rise above, God damn it, above freezing. Excuse me for using the Lord's name in vain. If you are a Christian, I do apologize. Say some Hail Marys for me, but I'm getting frustrated. It's often found in the Arctic green. Okay. All right. Okay. I should have read through this better. My bad. Uh, okay. So that's pretty much it. Um, why are we finding viruses and bringing them back to life would be a good question. 
the um they found the oldest virus strain collected from an earth sample i definitely read this i don't know why this is coming back right doesn't this seem familiar are we just living in deja vu oh there was a sample taken from the stomach of a wool a woolly mammoth remains that were twenty seven thousand years old so that's pretty cool uh re okay all right uh, i could unfroze that blah, blah, blah. okay so what we need to take away from this is that sometimes science is pretty stupid and we shouldn't go around trying to find stuff that's been been dead i guess viruses never really die but they are in permafrost for a reason maybe we should leave them there we seem to have this problem when we're trying to figure out how to uh solve new viruses and when we create them and then they get out and then uh, we hype them up and make them into a bigger deal than they really are this seems like some shit we should probably for god's sakes stay away from stop messing with viruses guys stop it cut that crap out please oh speaking of (laughs) i didn't have this for my uh, actual show plan or anything like that but i did find it a little earlier today when i was just kind of scrolling through after i'd already wrote up my outline for the show we got a we got fauci here we got tony i think this is relatively new i haven't seen anything to the contrary to say that this is an older clip or anything but we have fauci here uh saying that there's the chinese aren't covering anything up yeah Man, Fauci, dude, I wonder, I know he's like the highest paid American official in government. Oh, no, this is definitely from today because it has the stock market right there. Okay, I see that. Yeah, the Dow went down a good almost 600 points today, almost 543.54. So, yeah, this is definitely from today. So, I don't know why Fauci's pulling, pulling weight for China. He gets paid a shit ton by the united states and he has all these other deals and he's getting money from patents probably why is he carrying water for china fauci please tell me okay let me ask you a little bit too about china's role in this because what made your job difficult is that the chinese are not exactly being forthcoming do you think it is possible um that they uh without any u.s help uh without any funding help from you um, could have, have manufacturers had a wild mistake in the lab. That's always possible, uh, Neil. You can't rule that out. It's always possible. That's the reason why we keep saying we keep an open mind. The issue that disturbs many of us who have been following this for a long time is that what the Chinese did, as soon as the outbreak occurred, they completely cleaned out the wet market of animals that should not have been there to begin with because it was well known that SARS-CoV-1 jumped from an animal species to is that well known I need to go back and check now because I don't remember SARS-CoV-1 and is that racist as shit that saying all these fucking Chinese people are eating out of wet markets and shit like that isn't that their culture are you trying to colonize their culture Anthony Fauci 
Yes or no? A human in a wet market setting. So what their lesion, if anything, is that if in fact there were wild animals, which photographic evidence from one of the investigators shows that they were there and they should not have been there. So if there's anything that the Chinese are covering up, they're covering up the fact that they violated their own rules about getting wild animals from the forest or whatever, putting it into contact with humans. That was the real problem. The only way okay, so where are they supposed to get food from? Where are they getting their food from? Where does everybody normally get food from in most cultures? They get it from the wild. What a fucking asshat. Okay, we are running out of time because while this isn't a live broadcast, and I don't have time constraints. I do have to kind of edit this stuff and it takes time to process everything so I can get it sounding good for the actual podcast, which hopefully it sounds good when you're listening to this, but that's some of that fourth wall shit. Let's let's wrap up here with a couple Biden clips and uh, we're going to get the fuck out of here and let you get on to doing whatever you're currently doing or were doing before. Here's a clip of uh, Joe Biden. He was at some kind of investing in America conference thing and uh he's saying <laughs> donald uh, donald trump might be the president again in the future i was running for office at the time but you all may remember it that the i had a big fight with uh the former president uh and maybe future president bless me father <laughs> so part of me thinks that some of these are uh bless me father like he's a catholic he's not a real fucking catholic Oh my god. Not that that's like some kind of holier than now thing to be a Catholic or, you know, whatever, but he claims to be one. And I don't know anybody that would really claim him as that, but I think he's trolling us, honestly. I th really think that he's just trolling. This isn't a comedy routine anymore. This is active trolling. Now, here we got one, same place. I don't know what this is to do with, in with investing or fund, you know, getting money into the United States, but here we got uh, him calling MAGA Republicans for uh, calling out MAGA Republicans for defunding the police. MAGA Republicans are calling for defunding the police departments and defunding the FBI now. That's a good one. I like that one. I think he's just doing some kind of political brainstorming on the fly here is what that seems like to me he's like man we gotta come up with some ads here by this time next year so that sounds like a good one we'll do that <laughs> all right we got another short clip here um i took the most aggressive action ever in all of history in any country to take on the climate crisis by lowering your home energy bills this is trolling guys this is not comedy like i was been i've like i've been thinking this guy is straight up trolling that's all i can think of that's why i took the most aggressive action ever in all of history in any country to take on the climate crisis by lowering your home energy bills <laughs> oh my god i think we have one more oh yeah this is the last one last of my biden clips I save them for the end because it's just uh, it's a good, sad way to wrap up the show. This one, he's uh, saying he's been around for like 400 years. I have never been more optimistic about America's future than I am today. I mean that sincerely. As you can tell, I've only been around a few years. <laughs> like 400. I think he's trolling. He's trying to get the 
in this one he's trying to get like the uh the the lizard people the people that believe in lizard people go in with this one so holy shit guys i think we did it all i think we did it all there's a couple other clips here but uh, it's late it's almost 10 o'clock um let's leave with this last little clip here it's a short one this one is uh i'm really not sure the context with this one i tried doing a little bit of research but i couldn't find out too much on who these guys are but they're talking about the twitter files and how that there's this censorship industrial complex and all that kind of shit let's listen to it real quick and i'll break it down on the other side for just a few seconds then we're we're going to get out of here after that speak is the best defense left against the censorship industrial complex if there's anything the twitter files show it's that we're in danger of losing this most precious right without which all democratic rights are impossible today american taxpayers are unwittingly financing the growth and power of a censorship industrial complex run by America's scientific and technological elite, which endangers our liberties and democracy. Democrats had a different take on this hearing. They say that the motives may not be so sinister. Watch. It may be possible that if we can take off the tinfoil hat, that there's not a vast conspiracy, but that ordinary folks and national security agencies responsible for our security are trying their best to find a way to make sure that our online discourse doesn't get people hurt or see our democracy undermined. Okay, so with with wrapping up that clip, and I guess just wrapping up the show here, the, the government knows what's best for you. They will provide you the outlines for the discourse that you use. If you step out of that, you will be banned you will be censored you will disappear you will be non-existent and i at the moment it seems like the democrats are doing this but the pendulum will swing back the other way the republicans have not or the conservatives have not always been the good guys and you we can point point to people like president bush junior and everything like that as like the bad republicans they're they're neocons they took over the party but they still run that party even if you look at donald trump as being a savior or your other you know kind of fringe people it seems like none of those people are going to save you the whole government is built upon controlling the people and every government's built that way They start out with the best intentions, the best of intentions, and it slowly devolves from there because not that capitalism is a bad thing, but money from dark sources, money that you can't even imagine the amount of. If you think that people like Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos and Warren Buffett have money, (laughs) no. There's people that control the switches of printing money, making up money that fund these kind of things and they have agendas that we are not even capable of understanding so they yes they will censor you you are just a lonely speck of of sand on the beach they do not care you you can go out with the tide or you can get stuck to somebody's fat ass at the end of the day they don't care so how do you fix this 
Well, you start taking care of shit at your own house first, guys. You start taking care of yourself. You don't worry about the minutia until you get everything else covered and fixed. And then you start worrying about this stuff. And you start wading into these waters and start asking more questions. But you got to have a solid base, a solid foundation of ways to protect yourself, protect your family, both physically mentally and spiritually i know i dropped too many gds today and i do apologize for that but i'm working on being a better person as well and everything is a journey and i wish y'all the best of days (laughs) the best of have the best weekend ever and uh, we're we're going to be back next week, probably Wednesday night, Thursday morning, something like that. I'm going to go on vacation. I'm going to take a little break. Going to unplug. Going to go have some fun with the family. Hopefully you don't hear from me from now until um, about a week from now because then something bad's happened and I'll need to chime in on it. But hopefully everything's cool. Everything's fine. Thank you all for tuning in. Please share out the show. Leave it five stars wherever you can. If you want to get in contact with me, you can do that. Uh, best way is Twitter at real Aaron Cole or no, damn it, at real Cole eighty eight at real Cole eighty eight, or you can email me Aaron Cole nineteen eight at gmail.com. Thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Don't let the door hit you where Biden wants to split you. Goodbye. <laughs>